My name is Megan. I'm a stay-at-home wife and mom. We live in the beautiful state of Montana. I'm the creator of the blog and YouTube channel, Wilson Homestead. Join me as I share my passion for homesteading life, motherhood, from scratch cooking, and life in the farmhouse. Today, I want to teach you how to render your own lard or tallow and to preserve it at room temperature. So I have here some pork fat, and this was actually ground by the butcher that butchered these hogs. I have three packages here that we're going to render today, and I'm going to show you my favorite method, which is rendering in the crock pot, because it's the one method that I found where I can just put it in there and leave it for like overnight and not worry about it or be constantly stirring it or worrying that it's going to burn, because the low setting in the crock pot is not going to burn your lard, and if you remember to put your little bit of water in the bottom, it's just super easy and you can really start it when you go to bed and it'll be done in the morning and it's just so convenient to do it that way. We love using lard in our family. We use it all the time. We don't use any oils like canola oil. The main fats and oils we use in our household for cooking are lard, tallow, butter, olive oil, and coconut oil and we don't use any other oils than that. Just pure healthy oils. Next to cod liver oil, lard is the second richest source of vitamin D. One tablespoon of lard that's been rendered down from pasture pigs has been found to contain up to 1100 IUs of vitamin D, which is amazing. And one of my favorite things about lard is that I can actually make it myself. We can raise the pigs in the backyard and butcher them and harvest the fat off of them and render our own lard. I love things like that that are completely self-sufficient and that you don't have to go to the store and buy that something that came from a really long ways away. And it also helps save money because you're not letting something go to waste that a lot of people don't realize that you can render lard off of pig fat and use it like this. So a lot of it goes to waste. It just makes me so sad because I love using lard and I love that we can utilize almost every part of the animal and use the bones to make bone broth and make lard out of the pork fat and just, just use every single part. So all you're going to need for this is a crock pot pretty much and your fat and a little bit of water. I have a pretty big crock pot here. I like to make big batches at once and I'm just going to put all three of these packages in there. Now this has already been ground which is amazing because most of the time it comes in like big chunks of fat and you have to cut it up and the easiest way to do that if you get fat that way is to have it frozen or at least partially frozen. It helps it not to be as gummy. The knife cuts through it easier. It doesn't make as big of a mess on your hands. So if you have to cut it up, do it when it's frozen. Having it ground is my absolute favorite way to do this though, because lard is kind of hard to cut and my hand gets really tired. And then also the smaller you can cut it or grind it, the more lard you're actually going to get off of it. So I'm gonna get more lard out of this pork fat than if I cut it into like one inch chunks. So I'm really excited about that too. So if you can have your butcher grind it up and then package it for you, and then you can just grab the whole package out of the freezer, unwrap it, put it in there, and turn it on pretty much, and you don't have to worry about cutting it. So I'm gonna put all these packages of lard into my crock pot, and then we're going to get a quarter cup of water and put it in there as well, just so that the lard doesn't burn on the bottom. We don't want it to scorch. There's actually a whole bunch of different ways to render lard, and this is the one way that I found least likely to scorch the fat. You can make this on the stovetop or in the oven even, but the low setting on the crock pot is just the easiest for me, I found. And then we're going to turn our crock pot on low and we are just going to leave this for a long time, several hours. You can start this when you go to bed and when you wake up, it'll be done. 
I do like to do this during the day because I'll walk by and stir it every now and then just to make sure that it's not sticking to the bottom or anything. And then once all the little bits of fat are starting to look nice and browned and you have a lot of liquid lard in there, you'll know it's done. And then you're going to pour this through a strainer that has a muslin cloth over it. I want to get all the little tiny bits of fat or meat or anything in there that isn't pure. So I'm going to use the muslin cloth over my strainer. I'm going to pour it through that into another pot so I can heat it up on the stove. And then now we are going to heat it on the stove again. We're going to get it up to 250 degrees and this is just going to pull all the last little bits of moisture out of the lard because moisture is what's going to make your lard go bad. So I store my lard and tallow out at room temperature. You can see behind me here, I have a whole bunch of jars of tallow that I actually just made. And these are preserved in these jars at room temperature. The jars are sealed and this is going to keep for a nice long time. But the key with that is to make sure that you don't scorch your fat when you're cooking it and then also that you get all the moisture out in this next process that we're going to do with heating it up to 250 degrees. And that'll also kill any bacteria or any bad stuff that's in there. It'll get all the water out. Once you get it up to 250 degrees, you're going to get some warm quart jars or pint jars if you want, but I prefer to store mine in quart jars. Wide mouth so that you can scoop it out easier. But you wanna get your jars at least a little bit warm. You can run them through the dishwasher before you do this or just put them in a sink of warm water. You don't want to have cold jars when you do this because you're putting really, really hot lard in them. And if they're cold, they'll crack and you'll lose all that wonderful lard that you just made. So I'm going to use a canning funnel and ladle the lard into my jars. And then as soon as I fill up a jar, I'm going to put a brand new canning lid on it with the rim and tighten it on there nice and tight. And then that, as the lard cools, that'll seal. And now because we're not canning this, you don't have to worry about headspace. So you can fill it up almost all the way to the top because the less oxygen that's in the jar, the better. The main reason we're sealing these like this is because we don't want any airflow in there. We just want the least amount of air in the jar as possible. And we don't want new air coming in and out. So once you get all the lard into your jars and all the lids on, then you just wait until they cool. I usually wait until the next day and then I label the top. I say what's in them and the date and then they're ready to be stored like that. Your lard will be kind of a yellowy liquid when it's all done rendering. And then after it sits in the jars and cools for a while, it's going to solidify and become kind of a creamy white color and it's gonna harden into more of a texture that's like butter that you can scoop it with a spoon. It's ideal if you can store them in a coolish room and out of the sunlight. If you can't store them somewhere that's not in direct sunlight, you can put them in a paper bag so that they, they're blocked from the sun and it'll help them stay good a lot longer. If I know I'm gonna be using mine pretty soon, I go through a lot of lard so it doesn't last very long on the shelf. I will just store it out in the sunlight, but that's only if I'm going to use it like really soon, within the next couple months. And that is how you render lard. I have a recipe written out in a blog post that I'll link down below. It has a printable recipe card if you guys want to have it printed out and in your cookbook so it's easier to access. If you're interested in seeing any other canning videos or content like this, I will link my playlist down below with all of my recipes. Thank you for listening. Your support means a lot. Don't forget to follow along on Instagram at Wilson Family Homestead and YouTube at Wilson Homestead. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It really helps us out. Thanks for following along.